This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, it's well, what day is it? Wednesday, twenty second of Feb, twenty twenty three. This evening show, we are discussing last night's lackluster performance at Ewood Park as Blackpool suffered another defeat and offered very little going forward, which worryingly added fuel to the fire. That uh, the theory that last Saturday's narrow victory against Stoke was a case of merely papering over the cracks. I'm John Aspinall. This is the Seaside's podcast, Match Reaction Show. Blackburn Rovers one, Blackpool nil. Uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Seasiders podcast on a very depressing day after what we witnessed at Ewood Park last night. Nick, uh, a sorry evening following the pool, and we've had many of them over the years, but that was one particularly depressing experience. It was. I think we were all, you know, I was looking forward to it all day. Couldn't wait to finish work. I was on the phone to you, right? Are you ready to set off? I think we all got carried away after the Stoke game, didn't we? Dishing out eight like confetti on our scoring. <laughs> um, and yes, it's back down to the bump, isn't it? I think, you know, throughout my Blackpool supporting career, um, it's been a theme where you, you go to a ground in hope with a big following and the performance on the pitch is lacklustre, to say the least. Do you know, Tim, I was looking, I was putting the word uh, terrible through a thesaurus before I wrote that. <laughs> I was thinking, where's the great man when you need him? But it came up with lacklustre. I was going to put abysmal, but do you think that would have been too harsh? No, I think lacklustre probably sums it up. I, I must admit, I'll, I'll leave you for one podcast and your scoring was uh, on the optimistic side, I think it's fair to say, after a, a, a raggy win against Stoke where we had one shot on, well, it wasn't on target, but it was deflected on target. So um, I um, yeah, I must admit, I, there's, there's a few comments in the uh, 
in the chat about um, about um, your over enthusiastic. It's when you what was it first winning? How many? Fourteen. 14, 14. This yeah. is this is what happens. You, you get know, giddy, you, don't you? you? Get giddy. You do get giddy. I think if you you're winning every other week or you know picking up more points, you can probably be more realistic. But it was just like we've won a game. Never mind. I'm sure we'll correct it tonight. <laughs> What I've was got funny to endorse Nick. what Nick just Probably. says, though. About Probably. you know, I, I was, I went on uh, on uh, uh, with Ashes tours from Poulton, and uh, you know, we, we were we were really up for the night. And you turn up outside the ground, and and everybody's everybody's up for it. And it'd have gone mental last night if we if we put in a performance, wasn't it? But um, yeah, we, we are where we are today. It's been a bit of a. It's like having a huge hangover, isn't it? After after. Yeah. Uh, party you just feel like you feel like shit so perfect analogy tim mitch is normally the king of the analogy mm, that's not well that's how i felt today i just felt like nothing a bit well depressed it's just sort of like i think everybody we all know where we're going don't we reading <laughs> fleetwood and forest green <laughs> Uh, not according to Raggy, though. Not according to Raggy. The eternal optimist. <laughs> I want to have some whatever he has tonight. puts on. Whatever, whatever he puts on his sugar, he puts on his breakfast. I need a bit of that, I think. Cause, uh, <laughs> Red Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. Red Bull and cornflakes. <laughs> um, it's quite funny. There's, just before we, there's a, before we got into the game, we, where I'm queuing up and there's this surreal experience of Raggy coming in uh, flanked by four coppers as like they were his security guards. So he looked like he was, you know, you get to see one of these, um, you saw like Biden going to Ukraine. It was the equivalent of that. He was like, came in as if he'd been chaperoned. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't in trouble or anything. It was just, I, I it was just incredibly amusing to see him come in on his own by this side gate, flanked by um, uh, Her Majesty's finest constabulary. Did you question him what was going on? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be in the chat, no doubt. It, it can, it, there was a very as as it always is with Raggy. There is an explanation, and then there is Raggy's explanation. So I'm sure somewhere between the two, there was an element of uh, an, an element of truth. But I don't know. It was. It was. He came up with some story, and I'm, I'm not quite sure. I believe him, but um, it was. It, it looked brilliant the way he came through. I've got to say, and you've every credit to him. Let's see if he appears in the. Yeah, we probably do need comments. the chapter and verse the from 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 himself. He was just big smiles on his face as always. And oh, I was just looking at Craig Perrin's comment there. Worst drive home, 135 miles, and not seeing one shot on target again. Nick, I was, that's what I said to you as we got to the car, hiking to the top of that hill. We're both clutching our hearts. And I said, at least we've only got like a 30-minute drive home. How bad would it be to have a, a long drive home? Oh, yeah, I feel for you, Craig, having to do that. Like you say, John, it was bad enough, the uh, short drive. Mind you, we parked, parked that far away. That far away, we were halfway back to Blackpool <laughs> when we got in the car. Um, yeah, there's nothing worse, is there? Because like you say, you go there with loads of optimism, and the following was fantastic. We, we got to the ground relatively early, didn't we? Because we didn't have tickets, and the queues were absolutely massive then um and right the way up to kickoff you know really really good following and like i said before unfortunately the performance on the pitch 
didn't match up to what was in the away end. Massive queues again. Same last year, wasn't it? What's going on at that club? That opening two turnstiles or something. Well, yeah, yeah the weather is thought because we're all had tickets to get us through quicker. But they were obviously because of the searches that they do with everybody. You've got that issue to contend with at the start, but you know they didn't look like they were prepared for the number of fans who were coming to me. I mean, even when you got in the ground, it was very. We were in that R block. It was incredibly packed in there, and there's no way that there was enough space in that area to seat everybody. So like the what do you reckon the turnout was? Well, 3,000, maybe a bit yeah, less. I'd have said, I'd I have think said, it was just over three, I think. And there, what, there's probably like us, John, there's a lot who were waiting until after the Stoke game before deciding, you know, kind of last minute. And there's probably, how many we'd, we'd sold tickets? We'd sold two, four, two, two, three, something, yeah. haven't we? So uh, there was plenty queuing up to buy tickets. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, I'd say 3,000, maybe a, a shade over. Um, but it was... Uh, um, but it ended up being quite a damp squid of, squid of an atmosphere, didn't it? Because it was um, of what went on, on the, as we're going to go to discuss what went on the pitch, where you'd have actually, uh, you thought it would have been incredible. Let's, let's turn to the game then. And as always, the lineup, I've put eyebrow raising lineup. Um, they did have a few. Of our picks in there. Let's move us to the side. I don't know what weird video is. Um, Chris, is it Jerry Yates? Jerry Yates. <laughs> Just read it out, Nick, while I remove that. Chris Maxwell, Jordan Gabriel, Callum Connolly, Curtis Nelson, Dom Tom, Sir Kenneth Dougal, Charlie Patino, Sonny Carey, Ian Paveda, Morgan Rogers, and Jerry Yates. Tim, comments on that when you saw it? Uh, as always, surprised uh, in a number of respects. I, I think the initial thoughts were that Freerini had gone off, at least in my, unless I'm, because I've, to be honest, I've been busy this week, so I have been able to keep track of things in the way I might normally do. But I thought Freerini would have been back in, wasn't, didn't realise he's presumably injured again. Uh, no, he's just rested. What, completely rested from the squad? Yeah. Okay. Well, we picked Lions on the left and we went Gabriel in on the right. So we got yeah. Gabriel, but the, the return of Dom Thompson was weird, to say the least. Yeah, well, he didn't. It, I mean, obviously, he'd come on against Stoke Canton. To be fair, I thought he'd done quite well there but in, in, against Stoke. But uh, to drop Hubby um, and, um, and Lions to favour him... Um, seemed, um, how can I put it, ill-advised would be um, my uh, my summation of that one. It just didn't stack up to me at all. Um, I couldn't get my head around it. And I, th- I thought I thought maybe, bearing in mind, if we'd lost Fiorini and bearing in mind what we've seen from Patino and Carey, that they don't seem to work together, I think it's pretty damn obvious that you can't play both, particularly if you're then going to play... Um, that you know the likes of um, Perveda or Bowler or or um, to a lesser degree Rogers. I think Rogers does track a bit. Um, we need two strong midfield players, and perhaps I mean my gut reaction was, um, and this was before, not after, was that Conley should have moved up into midfield, and and that we sh- and we should have played played Hubby. I didn't know whether I presumed 
Thornal is injured with him not being involved. Um, but I wasn't, you know, we don't get a lot of communication, do we, about what's going on with some of them? But so, um, but on, on the basis that Judd is injured, um, then to a certain degree, his hands were a degree tied. But mm. Connolly into midfield and then, and then Hubby playing centre back with Nelson would have been the logical choice with. Um, with Lions, then you know, why drop Lions? I mean, he's a 22 year old lad. He doesn't need to be rested. He's missed half. He's missed three months over the period from November to January, so he should be fresh as a daisy. Yeah, um, Nick, as I said to you when that came out, my heart just dropped as soon as I saw that midfield. Um, Patino, Carrion, Carrion, Dougal in there. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! Particularly Patino. He shouldn't be starting. Should be anywhere near the starting eleven. No, I think we were both of the same mind, weren't we? That you know, midfield was where there was going to be the problem. Um, same as Tim, though. I think we were probably slightly surprised at, at Dom Thompson coming in, who, who, like Tim said, did do well when he came on against Stoke, but again hasn't hasn't really featured a lot. And then all of a sudden, he's starting away at um, at Blackburn, who you know, depending on which Blackburn turn up, can be good or or average, uh, I think they've only drawn twice all season, so you think you get one or the other with them. Um, but even so, <clears throat> it was a bit of a surprise. And and that midfield, as, as it proved and has done for quite a few games in the season, that there just isn't enough, I suppose, bite in there in the first place to, you know, somebody to control the game, but also someone to play a forward pass and get us move you know get us moving forward and building attack so it's it's, it's a two way thing you're not you're not creating anything going forward um and there's a not not a lot defensively to 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 protect the defense as well so and Blackburn weren't great at all but they didn't need to be you know they they didn't really need to get out of second or third gear because no. we weren't causing many problems Tim, just moving on to the, the formation from what Nick's just said there, surely it's the obvious thing to do is play a 4-2-3-1 given the fact we've got very scarce resources in midfield. Yeah. Connolly and AN other in there with him, prob- probably Dougal, he was shy yesterday, but mm. Connolly and Dougal in the two there and you play your 4-2-3-1. Seems the obvious thing to do, but I was as the game started, I was still trying to work out how they set up and it just looked like, I don't know, some weird 4-3-3 mm. and it was... Yeah, really I, I'm not I, just to do with that Dougal point. I know, I know, I know him, the presence of his fan club, but I don't think he did have a great game last night. But you do wonder sometimes whether you end up being a product of the players around you. And and I suspect my gut reaction is that Dougal and Dougal and and Connolly, or Dougal and Fiorini, or Dougal and God God forbid Stewart ever turns up again, or, or Bridcut all would work. Um, mm. But it's the fact that you've got two relative lightweights uh, in the mix in there. And and I think it, I think you end up getting dragged down to their level. To, to not their level's the wrong thing, but you, collectively it's like when you, when you, when you, when you're the more than the sum of your parts, which is the expression, isn't it? In this case, it's you're less than the sum of your parts because the three just doesn't work. And I think, as the game goes on, you know, as it becomes apparent that it isn't working, you will, you effectively, psychologically, you get dragged down to a base level that you wouldn't normally be operating at. And, and, and 
I've not watched the game back, so it's you know, and I was actually watching it from quite a low position on the pitch, which um, doesn't always help from with a view to seeing what's going on at the other at, at different parts of in the game. But I, you know, I, I think I, even I would hold my hand. <laughs> there's, not to, there's, there's not a lot to watch back though, Tim. I've no, no, well, the highlights. I think was... somebody said the highlights. The highlight, our highlight was watching Dom Thompson fall over as he took a throw in. Um, <laughs> it nearly works though. With that maybe yeah. we should do it again. Unlike the shuttlecock, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I just um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We, well, we all, we we've been championing the uh, the sort of um, four four two three one formation as 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 the way to go, haven't we? And um, but you do need two rock solid centre midfields for that to work. It doesn't work with Patino in there, and it doesn't work with Carey in there. To be fair, I, I've said him. I was writing my notes at lunchtime today, and I've top of it, I've put Kenny's fine with a another from the, the players you've listed there. If yeah. he's got a Fiorini, if he's got Kevin Stewart, Keshi, Bridcut, then Kenny can just do his stuff, and the other person can do the more do you, attacking. You know, it's like it's like it's like time. when you're doing something, and let's say you. And, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dissing Patino from this. But, but if if you go, if you're having to do something and 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 mind somebody while you're doing it, it's going to detract you from what you should be doing. So you know, if you're if you're, it's hard to put it in context here. But whatever you're doing, if you if you're effectively, you know, oh, I've got um, somebody else with saying. work experience or something, then your output drops. 30% because you always have to think, well, what's he, do? you know, I've got to keep him occupied. I've got to look after him. I've got, rather than just doing your own job and, and, and performing to your optimum, you're distracted and you're distracted maybe because they're out of position. Maybe you're distracted because, you know, they go, um, you know, they don't put a tackle in when they should do. So you're having to come across and put a tackle in and then you're losing your position. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not completely defended Dougal, but I, I do I do think, you know, you see the best of him when he's playing with somebody with experience alongside him. And he's experienced and, and Conley's experienced and Freerian is not, but he's, you know, he's shown that he's got certain qualities. Stewart's experienced, Bridcut's experienced. So, yeah, that's when you see that's when you see the best of him. I don't think you see better of him when he's covering for Patino. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, to, and to a lesser degree, Carey. I think, you know, I think both of them are quite, still quite immature footballers, aren't they? A good analogy, Tim. Mitch I'm full of them tonight, again. aren't I? I'm oh. the king of analogies. The, the king of analogy is uh, watching on Twitch. He said it's like trying to do something when you got to babysit. It's pretty exactly. Similar. Yeah. And yeah. He actually, probably Mitch has put it slightly more eloquently than I was doing. I was struggling for the correct one, but babysitting is probably in in uh, in, in a dis- slightly disparaging way to the two players, the, 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 the better analogy. Oh, no, Pete, I know Pete isn't the president or vice president of the uh, Kenny Dougal fan club. So um, he's the president of the anti Kenny Dougal fan club. <laughs> yes. I thought it was going to be harsh on Dougal, but you're right, Tim. I never thought of that. You've got me thinking about it. You're right. Um, right, Nick. Um, dreary start. I've penned for the next talking point. And as I was saying to you on the, the car on the way down, he says, should we have a quick pint before the match? And I said, no, I'm having a, I'm having a week off the booze. I'm having a dry week. And 30 minutes or so into the game, I was so fucking bored. 
that I pretended I was going to get us a couple of pies or was, but my secret plan was to go down there and have a half and just power it down in three gulps just to kind of wake me up a bit to the <laughs> the awful fare that was on show on the pitch for the first half an hour. It was dull, boring, insipid. Insipid's um, a good one, Joe. Mm, insipid, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been on a Do you not think actually the first 10 minutes or so was all right? I I, I sort of... Considering what the rest was, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was the <laughs> best. It was the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I, remember, it I don't know what words I'm going to use for the end of the game then. For the fall of the, we were, the we were sort of, at least we played it on the floor and we actually seemed to compete in the first 10 minutes and then it rapidly dropped off the, the scale after that. Um, but um, yeah, the, I think the first 10 minutes was the... The, the best. And that's been the story of the season, hasn't it, a lot? We we start off with a, a reasonable tempo and then 10, 15 minutes in, the opposition are like, right, we've worked them out now. Let's let's start going about our business. And invariably, they're better at it than we are. Um, and they just look more comfortable on the ball. When you, when you think they had, I think that's our second choice keeper, that decent midfielder who was very good against us in the home game wasn't playing. Wharton, I think it is. Dak and Diaz both out up front. You know, we're probably not going to have a better chance to go there and and get on the front foot and, and try and get something out of the game. And as as that half went on, they just came more and more into it. And it wasn't a massive surprise when they hit the back of the net. Dolan goal on... 30 minutes, um, Tim, Nick and I were, were commenting that this guy looks like a threat. He looks dangerous. Zipping around the place, um, just left to run into the box on his own, unopposed. And I think I counted five Blackpool players marking no one. I think... I just quickly watched, I mean, I think I think the, the lethargy, I think there was a lethargy in the build-up to that goal, starts with Thompson who I think thought the ball that went out wide was going out and probably didn't close down that space anything like quickly enough, um, which meant there was effectively a free, decent cross to be fair, but free cross into the middle. Uh, I've got to say, and I've, I only got to, because I only, got, I only finished work about 15 minutes ago, and I had a quick look at these short highlights. It looked, looked to me like Dougal didn't, oh, didn't pick up um, the run, um, and uh, and and it was a fairly crisp but equally quite simple finish, I thought, and mm. uh, good goal from their perspective, but so preventable from ours, I thought. You know, starting with because I thought I thought Thompson was garbage. I've got to say, and I, I you know I quite liked it at the beginning of the season. Thought he was awful all game, and um, he just he just his lethargy starts. You know, starts the move for them, and 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 yeah, nobody picked up. It is quite. If I'm going to defend anybody, it is when you're in midfield and the ball's coming in. It's a lot easier to attack the ball than it is to defend the ball. So if you're if you if you've got defenders coming out to meet it, then then the positions reverse. So it is it is as somebody's attacking very very difficult. If you're if you're the same if you're the same side of the ball as them. Or alongside them, it's quite difficult to defend. As Craig Perrins just said, they all fell asleep. They thought it was going out, and it took Thompson five minutes in a taxi 
to wander across. Then Eddie half jumped at the cross from 15 yards away. That's right, Craig. And uh, Mitch has just said there, the crowd around me jeered the pass and then the defence was like, well, shit, there's a player there. I think there. we did, That's John. exactly what we, we did. Like, we? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> when he brought it down and it was in, it was like, oh, here we go. All of a sudden he's in a load of space and we've got five players watching. I mean, it was a good finish, but like you say, it, I think we could have done more to close down there. Didn't think there was we were going to get back into the game after that. Um, there was another Maxi Wonder save. I think that just came just before. And in fact, Nick, I think I said to you that was a warning. Yeah, it was a warning it's, sign, it's, and we didn't. He's tipped it over. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a. It was a good save, to be fair. Um, I've still got to say though, and you know, I, I, I think as, as Pete is to. Dougal, I am to Maxwell. His distribution is absolute garbage, and it was all against Stoke. And he and I think I said in the comments, um, uh, his saves masked that to a degree. But it was he was awful again. Um, That's the second just, point in my notes. Oh, is it, right? distribution, yeah, because, and I don't know if he's been instructed to try and launch it out you know, rugby kick style to the to the touchline, but inevitably it's it's going over someone's head and out of play. Unless yeah. that's the plan. You know, get it off a defender and then launch a long throwing because that was pretty much our only um, it does seem form it of does it, last the, night. it does seem to be and it and, and it might well be it is an instruction it but he seems to be aiming for me he's ten yards yeah. assuming it's going right. It's five or ten yards too much to the right or five or ten yards too much to the left. So every time um, the, bo- the, ball's, um, uh, the ball goes out there, there's a, fi- there's a 50% chance it goes straight into touch, and gives it, so it just gives possession away. And the other 50% of the time, and generally it's all against our, our, our uh, um, uh, vertically challenged players, who they're the fighting against a big defender who wins the ball and they win possession back. So the number of times we actually end up coming out with the ball with those kicks that go in slight diagonals, it must be like one in 20. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, comes back at you straight away all the time. I'm, I'm thinking you can't possibly, you can't possibly be meaning to do that, but maybe it maybe is. Maybe that is the instruction from Mick. I want you to hit that particular point because he keeps doing it and he goes on mm-hmm. and on and on. It's like, how many times are you going to rinse and repeat the same fuck up of a pass effectively? Because that's what it is. The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. Nick, again, I commented to you about how well they were playing about with the ball at the back. Um, They looked comfortable Mm. just playing triangles around us, getting out of trouble and coming away with the ball every time. And it was a marked difference between them coming out with the ball at the back and us, based on what we've just Tim's just discussed, and yeah. so I think you you said it's like they can just come out at will almost, and yeah, you, you and also a bit said of, there was a bit of it us not pressing them, but even when we did, they just played it in nice triangles around us, you know, like it was the easiest thing in the world. And I think if you didn't know, you know, you were watching that game and you didn't know either team or what the competition was you'd probably think we were the plucky League One side and they were the established championship side with better players. And that's what it was like all night. 
they just, like I said before, they didn't really need to get it out of second gear. They, they were playing it round us in triangles and out, and they were up the pitch in no time. Whereas when we get the ball, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see the stat for, and not not just possession, but actually how long we hang on to the ball for as an average, because it can't be more than a few seconds before someone's misplaced a pass or been closed down or passed it you know, to an opposition player, whether it's five yards, ten years or whatever, they just don't seem comfortable and didn't really seem to know what the plan was last night. And the longer it went on, the more the more it happened and the more desperate it became, where in the end our main threat was a centre-half up front trying to get a flick on from a throw-in. Well, Nick, Nick, if you're going to press, you've got to press as a team. You can't press as an individual. Yeah. So what, we, what I picked up for what we we're doing last night is we were pressing as individuals. So whoever it is in the, in the Blackbird defence has the ball, nearest player goes to close down, but they've then got two options to pass to. So goes that way. And then we go and press, then we go and press that player. And then it comes, so they can play around us in triangles because we're only pressing one. That's what it looked like to me. Blackburn, we come out, Blackburn are pressing in packs. So straight away, your two nearest options for passing aren't options. So you're either going long or you're going back. And so we go back to Maxwell, who then hoofs upfield, or we hoof upfield. And and we give and nine times out of ten we give possession away. And then it comes back at us again. And that's the difference that they that they were pressing to a system. We were just closing down, which is mm. a completely different thing for me. That's just an individual player closing down, mm. not with no so if Dougal goes to close, he needs to know that Carey's going to shut off the short pass. Uh, on one side, and that and that Patino is going to do it on the other side, and that the attackers are going to. So you got to do it as a team. Yeah, and we used to do it as a team. We used to, we used to press as a team, and we didn't press last night as a team once, for what I could see. And it was embarrassing. It was. It was. You'd see a fourteen-year-old under 14s football match where you'd have better coordination between the individual players as regards how you're pressing than we saw last night. It was. It, it really was. It was cringeworthy at some mm. point. Nick, um, this is, I think that nicely segues us onto the next uh, talking point, which was um, Jazza injured. Um, all this thankless uh, closing down, perhaps contributing to his injury. Yeah, I think I said to you on the way. Um, I won't be surprised if he picks up a knock soon because of. The, the lone furrow that he has to plough up front on his own, chasing across the back four of the opposition. And no surprise that he's he's felt his hamstring. Um, I, can, I just hope that it it's just tight and it's not a, a strain um, because God knows we've had enough of them and um, you know we can't afford another. And having said that, though, you know, you put Lavery on and it's very much the same for him in that, He's not getting any decent service. We're whacking long balls up. So I said to you, it might as well be me up there as Lavery or Yates because none of them are getting... There's no ball in behind for either of those players to run onto, is there? You know, you're not, you're not playing to their strengths at all. So whether it was no. Lavery or Yates, it's much the same outcome. They'll chase round and put a shift in, and that's not their fault. They're not getting the ball in decent positions. So Lavery may as well not have been there. Yeah, you might as well go and get get Medine back, lump it up to him, and at least he'll he can win a header and hold it up if that's going to be the tactic. Which um, is, I'm which certain it's going to be the tactic. Yeah, which is a crying shame, really, when you think there are better alternatives. 
and again, I think there's a there's just a wider conversation to be had, Tim, about the the board picking Mick McCarthy to come in and firefight this situation with players that do not suit this system. I did not believe that Mick McCarthy would be so inflexible and set in his ways. If, I think about the only thing, the only way he's shown any flexibility is not playing five at the back. That's about the only concession he appears to have made. It is. I mean, it's, it, we're going we're going down with a whimper. I mean, um, you know, I don't want to get towards the end of the show too quickly, but you know, we've had one shot in two games. It's fuck. It's, it's dreadful. You're meant to be fighting for survival. Mm. I, I tell you what, we'd, we'd have been better. Would have been better. A saying, forget all the. The, the you know all, all the uh, doom mongers will stick with Appleton because we've actually brought a few players in who he wants and let's give him a chance to bed him in because I tell you what I think we'd, I'm convinced we'd have had more points under Appleton than, uh, yeah. we've, than we've had under under McCarthy or, or secondly bring you know give it someone like Dobby who actually knows the players put some support alongside him and say just you know I know I know a few teams have done that and done it quite successfully Bournemouth have done Wigan have done in the past haven't they where they've you know they've they've they've, they've promoted somebody from within and, and they've had a reasonable reaction because they know the players and they, they get the best out of them. McCarthy seems to be coming in almost like he's on a, um, you know, he, he's, he's on a crammer course to work out who our best players are. But the problem is we haven't got the games available for him to learn who can actually defend and who can't. It'd be better getting, a, getting us or anybody from any part of the ground in and asking him a few questions about who can defend and who can't. Because we could save him a lot of time and trouble. Because if he thinks if he thinks that Thompson's the best choice last night against against Hubby or Lions, then his his judgment's fundamentally flawed. Which it was on the double substitutions. Nick bringing on um, CJ Hamilton for and Bowler for Rogers and Kenny Dougal. Kenny obviously having a bad game. So he was having to babysit. Morgan Rogers was tiring, but mm. um, CJ was hardly up for the battle when he came on, was he? Shirking headers, yeah, shirking tackles. Yeah, he seemed a bit on the back foot, didn't he? And to be fair, you you just called it, hadn't you? We need to get make some subs, and then we saw Bowler and uh, and CJ warming up, um, and you think, right, are we now going to start to create some chances? Um, but it wasn't the case. And even when like CJ was in space a couple of times, to be fair to him, and we had a throw in, and we were everyone was screaming, get it down the line. Mm. And we just, oh no, we'll just take our time and have a look around and slow the game down. And it's like we're losing one nil here and we're not looking like we're going to get back into it. We need to try and create something. And Bowler, you know, he's always got two or three round him, hasn't he? So it, it's difficult. Um, but CJ, like I said on the last pod, that's what you can get from him, can't you? You can get flashes of brilliance and then you can get what you got last night, uh, which I think just summed up the game, didn't it? We could still be playing now and I don't think we'd, we'd have had a shot on target. And even with the scrambles at the end, you know, calling for handballs and stuff, but I don't I don't think they really were. It, it was just abject for probably 85 minutes. Tim, firstly, your, your thoughts on subs. I'm sure you've got plenty to say about CJ Hamilton. The subs didn't really 
have much of a positive effect on the game. Blackburn should have scored probably at least two more before the the end of the game, and the subs didn't have any effect whatsoever. No, I mean, I think we saw. I think I saw one instance where Bowler got into a position that you'd want him to get into, which is in that uh, probably the top third quadrangle. Can you have a top third quadrangle? I don't know. Uh, top third quadrangle on the right side of the pitch where he's he's there and he's coming inside and he's causing mischief. And I think we saw that once in the, in the whatever it was, 30 minutes that he was on. Um, he was well shepherded otherwise. The one, other, one, other one time he got, you know, he looked like he was coming through. Neat, a little tug back, wasn't there or something, if I remember rightly, off one of theirs. Uh, I can't remember he got a yellow card for it, but he took one for the team. And... Um, uh, and so they marshaled him quite well, and they could they could have left CJ on his own, and he would never he'd have done no damage towards them. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, even if he was unmarked, he was just garbage. So, um, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, a very, very worrying performance on, on many levels because, and I will, I will make one, there might be more than one, but one very honourable exception that I thought, that's, I thought Gabriel had a, a decent game and, and contributed um, positively throughout and was showed a lot of um, now I thought at certain points where he shielded balls out and got little touches in without compromising himself. So I, that, that was encouraging. Um, but I do, you know, uh, you know, how Lions gets beaten to a position by Thompson and, yeah, I could. You could have brought lines on it right at left mid, and I think he'd have done a great job because he's played there quite a bit for is it for Ireland, I think, hasn't he? As an attacking left left midfielder, you know, give him a go, whatever. But we just seem to just we just seem to be rinse and repeat and trying I, the same old things. I, I think we're down. I think we're doomed with Mick McCarthy in charge. Mm. I think he's just not got the flexibility to. Get the best out of these players. I think he's too. I think, one he's, quite, I think he's quite stubborn. I think he thinks he can do things a certain way. And 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 um, uh, the the sage, the podcast sage that is Raggy, um, I think probably calls it right. Where I think he's used to coming in and 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 basically with you know players who can't play and and getting them just to um, defend and and hit long balls, but actually it just doesn't. That's the worst thing you can do with our players. The worst thing you can do is is 
chuck long balls up because we haven't got anybody who can actually hold it up. Medine be, probably been an exception. And he's obviously missed thick end of four games. But so, then we become ultra one-dimensional when Medine's there, not Medine's fault. 100%. But, 100%. Mm. Starting at Reading on Saturday. He'll be in and it'll just be chuck the ball up to him and we'll be just feeding off whatever scraps we can get around him. That, yeah. that would I think be, Medine, we, Medine's more than that as well. Yeah, of course he's a he is. Player than that. Of course he is. But that's what it'll be. Yeah. yeah. I'm quite glad I'm not going to be watching it on Saturday because I'm going to be watching foreign football and I'm, I think I need it because I just need a break from it because I'm just... Yeah. Are you off to Germany? Uh, Spain. Mm. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane, I think it is, when I'm there. <laughs> it's been cracking the flags this week and it starts pissing it down on Saturday when we get there. <laughs> right, Nick, two more things to talk about before we uh, put this sorry affair to bed. Uh, one shot in brackets off target came from... Um, nice little run down the left from Dom Thompson played into Josh Bowler under pressure. He's uh, he's almost hit the corner flag with his, with his shot. Should have done better on his left foot. Blazed it wide. You got to hit the target at least. Make the keep safe. Make safe. Yeah, it came at him quite quickly. But yeah, you 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 think he uh, he could have done better in that position. But I think it just summed the night up, didn't it? You know. Um, the way it was going, we never looked like we were going to get into it. I think there was another shot during one of the scrambles, wasn't there, where Carey, was it Carey? was in a decent position and he sliced it as well. So, yeah. Yeah. That, Terry, yeah. Terry's not getting that tune out of our forward players at the moment, is he? No. <laughs> no, considering Mick said he would improve the strikers. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just, it just summed the night up, didn't it, really? Finally, Tim, handball incident, which we were all baying for at the time. Nick and I had made our way to the uh, concourse exit for a speedy departure from the ground as soon as the final whistle went. I think we were more appealing in um, hope, desperation than the fact it was a penalty. I've seen it back on the replay and it was a ball ball to hand rather than hand to ball. And what I thought was even more disappointing was Perfader's Finish again. Um, woeful. Good, woeful. It was probably one of the best chances we had all game. And, and you know, I was uh, speaking to Luca during the game and he, he speaks to a few of the players and they just say, like, the stuff that pervaded us in training is just like, you can't believe how good he is. But he, he does have a tendency, and whether it's because he's frustrated or, or what, and this might be part of the reason why he's not been playing, but he does have a tendency to, to to pull out some real awful football. I mean, I remember when he took that free kick. Um, was it at Middlesbrough, wasn't it? And no, the um, chip, the chip at Middlesbrough as well. Was yeah, it, was it Middlesbrough. At least that the chip. chip, the chip was at least um, Southampton, wasn't it? The yeah, Southampton. Southampton sorry. Yeah. The, no, the chip. To be fair, was decent football, and and half the time the keeper wouldn't have saved it and have gone in. But at Middlesbrough, at the end, he had a free kick and he had like absolutely ballooned it. It was like Russell Coughlin-esque in the way it ballooned over the bar. And it was again like that last night. It was like, it was, it, it, the, the lack of technique that he showed in that instance was like quite mind-boggling how bad it was because he, he actually 
had a clean shot on goal, mm. and if he'd hit the target, it had probably gone in. Gone in, yeah. Um, so that was extremely frustrating. So I can't say I was overly surprised about the the handball play because, like you say, it's, you know, it's in a melee. It, you know, the balls being in desperation. David Dixon's just said yeah, that's a good one. Exactly. <laughs> Um, thing is, if we got a penalty, we'd have missed it anyway, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Just going back to Pervader before we do the player ratings then. He played him out wide and that's not his best position as we can all tell him. Mm. There was those two games when he played in the number 10. He was brilliant. He was a world beater. He's had those two games in that position and he's never played him there since. Neither did Appleton. Yeah. It's bizarre, isn't it? You don't, you can't... It, he doesn't play for God knows how long. And then and then when he does play him, he plays him out of position. He he brings bowler in and plays bowler out of position and gets and gets the just desserts for that, which is a crap performance by somebody that Middlesbrough I'm thinking of when he didn't tackle once and didn't head the ball and and, and was probably the most woeful bowler performance you've ever seen. And it, it is like somebody learning on the job. And I'm thinking, for fuck's sake, you know, you, you, you when you've been managing the length of time he has, you think he would know or, or ensure that he knew that the players we've got and what they can and can't do inside out. But it's, these, are sort of yeah. these are basics. These are basics. These are basics. Bowler can't play centre midfield. Paveda ain't very good out wide. You know, Patino can't play with with um with Carey. You know Carey Thompson isn't very Thompson isn't very good. Maxwell can't kick. You know, these we could give him a list, couldn't we? He hates flare players, Craig. He does. He does. He hates them. Hates Bowler. But if you if you got if you, but then when he does when he does have a flare play, he just plays him in the completely the wrong position. It's just mental. We're doomed, aren't we? We're doomed. We are. Was it was it was it everybody, just before you listen to this episode, I'd just like to bring your attention to a Patreon supporter programme that we do have that I'd like to encourage you to join if you haven't done so already. If you go to patreon.com forward slash pod, you'll find details of how to support the show and how to support this content. You'll get lots of extra bits and pieces in return. So again, head over to patreon.com forward slash pod if you want to help support our content and help us grow and get even better. Private uh, private Fraser, wasn't it? Mm. We're doomed, I tell you. I can't can't do the Scottish accent. Raggy says we've only got to win six home games. I can't see where they're coming from. Six wins. Six games. No, well, no. We won seven all season. I was looking at the fixtures today and... There's not many where you're thinking there's three points coming there. But you, I don't know. We've got, you we've got know, Reading you? at home. I mean, we've got Reading at home. No, sorry, not Reading at home. We've wait. got Cardiff at home and Wigan at home, haven't we? But then we've got Burnley to play. Yeah. That's right, that off straight away. I might not even go to that. It'll be embarrassing. Can't have my cousins taking the piss out of me. I mean, you've got probably Fiorini featuring on Saturday, haven't you? Which, you know, has to make a difference. I don't know how far away. I'm not going to mention Stuart, but um, Bridcut is, whether he's even getting close, I don't know. I mean, if you get one or two of those back, 
it, it looks a little bit different. End of March, um, the, the all the all end of March, Nick, all of them. Right. So it's it's probably too late then. Um, it's long throws to big gas between now and then. And hopefully it bounces off someone and there's someone there to poke it in the back of the net. I won't mind a four four two. That is gonna be I wouldn't the, mind a four four two with Gary and, and, and plan. Jezza, but Jezza's yeah. injured now, isn't he? Well, I don't know. There's not been an update other than that they've said it was a tight hamstring. Um so like I say, whether that's tight and it, it's one game out or it's a strain and, and a few. If I was wondering how many starts going. We will find it. I know that's the thing, if you felt it. And the amount of running about he has to do, he's, he's at he's massive more, risk he's, of he's it going. He's massive risk then, of doing it for the season, then, isn't he? For the season, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's fun being a football fan, isn't it? Nodding in at the far post, a stellar in one hand and a tab in the other. Yeah, come back, big gas. All is forgiven. You know, after he got sent off, we were all saying, "I don't want to see him in a Blackpool shirt again." And, uh, come back, gas. I'll we open, need him. I'll, I'll open your him. Stella for you. I like your tab. All is forgiven. Yeah. Right, player ratings. This should be fun. Tim, you can start with Chris Maxwell. Let's whiz through these. Um, he did pull off a couple of good saves. Five. Jordan Gabriel, Nick, a, a bright spark in a very dark performance. Yeah. Um, it's still slim pickings, though, isn't it? I think even then, I will... I'll stretch to a seven. Oh, a bit more. I thought I seven a... plus. Yeah. FPRS it. Go on then. I'll FPRS it. That's as high as it's going though tonight, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Connolly, Tim. Very di- poor distribution. Mm, I think a bit. Yeah. I, I like, obviously, we like Callum, not we? And he, he always gives 100%, but six. Have it. Curtis Nelson. That I thought he was probably the other bright spot in the game, if you want to say that. Um, looked our main threat in the last 10 minutes in their six-yard box. Um, and I do I, I do like him. Um, I'm going to go... Well, I'll be generous. I'll say seven. Dom Thompson, Tim. Dreadful. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was that bad. He was four then. Fuck. <laughs> Kenny Dougal, Nick, worst performance of the season. Couldn't find a pass from five yards, but I was uh, babysitting two no. players. I know, yeah, and it's a good point that Tim made there that um, he's having to keep an eye on someone else as well. Um, but even so... There were still a few times where he miscontrolled it. Um, so I'm going to go five. Charlie Patino plays like he's in a, an academy game week in, week out, but everyone thinks he's the Messiah. Tim, four. I'd gone for a three there, personally. Well, mate, well, um, I, I said I haven't watched the game back and I was at a relatively low position, So, but it was... I can't even bring myself to watch it back, so... Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be kind and say it's a four then. If Patino's a four, surely Carey's a four, maybe less, Nick? Um, I don't know about less. Probably the same. Four. Four. 
Pervader, Tim. Played out of position yet again. Yeah. Not played I mean, in the I, ten. Not played under in the ten under McCarthy. Yeah, and I, I thought he you know, he did a few things early on. It's a bit uninspiring, isn't it? Uh five. Morgan Rogers, Nick. Um all right, he, kind of, he starts off okay. Yeah, he starts off okay and looks quite bright and tricky. And but then he was running through treacle to you know as the game went on. He, he really did tire, and maybe it's just I don't know. Still, the amount of games he's played, and he's he's not played a lot before, and he's still trying to get match fitness. But um, he he did tail off fitness wise. Um, six. Jerry Yates, Tim, again, feel, feel sorry for Jerry. He gets absolutely fuck all service and there's nothing yeah. he can do. Runs himself into the ground, gets injured. Yeah. Uh, I love him. So, uh, but obviously we only saw, 30, what was it, 30 odd minutes, 40, 35 minutes. So uh, I'll give him a six plus. Let's do Lavery as well next since he played quite a lot of the game. Lavery, Shane Lavery. Probably the same because like, like Tim just said with with Yates, it's you know it's quite a bit of running about. Um, I don't know. We, we get we're getting lethargic. We're getting lethargy doing these scores. It was that bad, isn't it? It's like <laughs> well, it was in it. There's not a lot. There's there's not a lot to get excited about, is there? There's zero positives to take away from that evening. Nothing. Unless anyone in the comments can. Give me anything positive to take away from that. Dom Tom's long throws. <laughs> the fall over that throw. Is li- that is literally it. It's probably better than CJ Shuttlecocks. It's, uh, he spins it's, it, uh, doesn't he? It's the spinner. Yeah, he does. Yep. Um, that was our main goal other, threat. He, he, can't, he can't be on the pitch just for long throws. We need to get a name for it. Yes, Dennis, manager rating. I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. Manager rating. And let's, before you give these scores, Matthew Warrender has just put in the chats, Mick McCarthy's record, matches seven, wins one, drawn two, lost four, points per match, 0.7. And if that trend continues, we are going down. So we, need to, we need to double it to even give ourselves a chance, I think. I think even our uh, ever-optimistic uh, guru, uh, Raggy will will admit that we need a 1.5 points a game to even give ourselves a sniff. <laughs> Steve uh, Hutchin, does it feel like we're starting to tighten up at the back a bit more? No. <laughs> well, we open. aren't letting many goals, but I think part of it is we seem to be a bit spawny at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that time when they were 3-1 goal from an angle, he clipped over Maxwell and it just dropped just wide of the post. We all thought that's in, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Cut us open a few Didn't times we as well. We do seem to be living a, a, a rather charmed life back there, I think. Um, what are we on? Manager ratings. Manager ratings. Manager ratings. Go on, Nick. Oh, um, well, we were praising him after Stoke, weren't we? With the... Uh, the substitutions and stuff again. We we might have been a bit generous there. Um, giddy, I think's the expression. Yes, giddy. Well, like I said, first winning fourteen. It's it's hard not to get carried away, and I suppose we shouldn't get too down. 
when we have a poor performance. But again, it's difficult not to, isn't it, when it's as poor as it was last night. Um, I will give him a four, and that's probably generous. It is. I'd give him a two. Three minus could do better. A few people in the comments. Uh, minus 10 from Craig. <laughs> two from Matthew Warrender. Anyone else before we go? Harry Wake says go uh, go to have a few beers instead of this podcast. Yeah, we're, we're a bit yeah. we're a bit depressing, aren't we tonight, Aaron? Um, off you go then, Harry. Uh, right, what's next? Man of the match. This should be a laugh. I think there's only one. It's got to be one. Jordan, isn't it? It's got to be yeah. Only one contender for me. That's Jordan Gabriel, who solid at the back and look to make things happen. Yeah, or Nelson. I think it was probably between those two, but again it's it's slim pickings, isn't it? But we'll uh we'll go with Jordan Gabriel. Tim. Yeah, that's a Jordan, definitely. He's he was he was uh the one um positive for me from last night. Because obviously he's been out a long time, hasn't he? And he got a bit of a, a cameo against Stoke and he did okay in that, but seeing him play a full ninety minutes and and um and, and perform at the level he did, and probably less I'd be able to, he was the best, our best player on the pitch. Okay, right. Just just around this section off before we briefly discuss Reading. Um, where do we go from here, gents? Says Steve Hutchin. It's a good question, Steve. It's a good question. Um, I think in terms of Saturday, obviously it depends if if Jerry's fit. Um, if he isn't, we'll probably see. Mr. Medine up front, and it'll be get long balls to him. But if Fiorini starts, I mean, he's rested him completely last night. So I think that will hopefully, with a view to him featuring on Saturday, um, hopefully he will start. And that means you've not got the midfield that we had last night. So things could and should improve there, Um, even if it's only for the first half or, or maybe we get an hour out of him. Um, perhaps get Lions back in. Um, Pervader in the 10. So, I mean, can it be worse than last night? I, I, I bloody hope not. So you never know. You never know. And if we if we can get a win, then we're all positive again. And the, uh, the great escape's back on, isn't it? Although I think it's Burnley at home after that, isn't it? So... There's there's no tougher test there, is there? Because they're they're flying. So who knows? There's still there's still plenty to play for. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. That's for sure. Tim, if you want to address that comment, where do we go from here? Um, yeah, I think I think the manager needs to have a good hard look at who he's playing, where he's where he's playing, and what system he's playing. Um, because he hasn't, for me, at the moment, shown that. He's actually done that. Um, yeah. Port Vale and Cheltenham, Forest Green, all these, all this. It's, it's so, it's so depressing. It's so depressing. Isn't it? Into the abyss, another one. Um, but uh, I seriously think he needs, to, whether he needs to speak with with people who have been involved in the club um, and get a bit of a handle on it. I just don't think he's got a handle on our players at the moment. And I, that, that, that's incredibly worrying. 
incredibly worrying. So um, yeah, at the moment, I can only see one one outcome. Uh, if I'm going to be positive, it is that Reading are crap, and um, if we're going to get three points, there's a great opportunity there. Blackburn was always going to be a tough ask. I mean, they've gone into the playoffs as a result of the win last night, haven't they? So it was always going to be a tough ask, even with a couple of their players out, because they are a quality side and they, yeah, their, they wage, their wage bills probably double hours and they've got quality all over the pitch and they've got quality in reserve. And, you know, and and our recruitment problems are, are well-aired uh, recruitment problems have, have Come back to bite us massively on the backside, haven't they? And that's the long and the short of it. We've bought we've bought too many sick notes and too many players who aren't good enough. So when that's unless we've got our best tennis. eleven out, we're knackered. The Papa John's Trophy could be making a unwelcome reappearance. Round one of the FA Cup. <laughs> oh, Morecambe and Accrington. Bolton will probably go up as well. Oh, come on, it's not over yet. We need Raggy to we need Raggy on. We do, we need, we need we need our, we need some yin to our yang, don't we? Our residential motivational speaker. <laughs> the, Tony Mo- Robbins, the Tony Robbins. The Tony Robbins of South the Tony Robbins of South Shore. Yeah. Right, we've got Reading away to put all this right. Now, Mick, if you're watching this, just pick this team, right? Just pick this team. Nick, set, us, set the ball rolling. Um, is it time to bring Grimmy in, given Maxwell's uh, very poor distribution? Mm. Oh, Stuart Moore. Get Stuart Moore in. I know you two hate Stuart him. Moore. You two hate He's, him, particularly you. I don't him. hate him at all. I've not, I've well, who was the other hate? I think it was Mitch. Sorry, it was Mitch. And I thought, yeah. he had a, well, there's no chance of that happening, is there? Um, <laughs> Get Grimmy in. Well since Grimmy okay. played, though. I don't know. I, I think I'd probably still go Maxwell. Okay. Tim? Grimmy. I'm going for Grimmy as well. How the hell is he not playing? Stock? I can't get my head around it. I still can't. Right, formation-wise, it's... It's four two three one or four four two for me. We won't get either, but which is our preferred formation? I still like the two three one. Four two three one. Yeah, I'm going for that as well. Right, Nick, pick the centre half. So it gives you centre half pairing. Uh, Nelson. Is he left is, side or right side? Is um, Thornley? Do we know anything about Thornley yet? No one knows anything, do they? I think we've got to assume he's injured, haven't we, if he's not in the squad. Right. I thought the same with Fiorini, and he's obviously not there, but I can't imagine he's completely rested Thorner last night, has he? No, he? he said that he completely rested Fiorini, but Thornley was an injury, so I'm assuming it's... Right, well, let's, uh, let's, well, I think we'll have to assume that Thornley isn't available when we pick the team, won't we? Yeah. There's a lot of people going, asking for 4-4-2. Maybe there's... Some Yates and Medina up that. top. Yeah, but well, you're assuming yeah. Yates is going to be fit. I don't think Yates is going to start on Saturday. What, has there any news come out about his injury? He's just said it. it he felt a, a tight hamstring and he was hoping, Mick McCarthy said, I think, he's hoping it might be his back rather than his hamstring. Um, I, I don't see him playing on Saturday. But, 
Not starting anyway. No. Well, if we go four four two, there's no place in this team for Pereira for me. So he's crap on the wing. Well, it's not crap, but I think it's going to go with uh, Medina up front. I think we stick with the system we've got. I, I hear the four four two argument, but I think well, I, I think that would depend on Yates being fit. Yeah. Okay. Are we just... well, we could have two. We could have two two choices, couldn't we? A with, a yeah, with okay. or without Jerry, couldn't we? Yeah. Well, things with the centre half pairing. I think Conley needs to go into the midfield. That's yeah, where so, I was asking about so Thornley. Let's should we put Conley in the midfield to start with? Yeah. As one of these twos, Conley and Dougal picks itself really, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't want Patino or Carrio anywhere near this this team. So, with that in mind. We're having Lyons as left back and Gabriel as right back. Yeah. Nelson's got to be in there. And Hubby, I'd say. It's and Hubby, Hubby then, yeah. hasn't it? There's no yeah. other choice. Yeah. Pervader in the 10. Pervader in the 10. Pervader in the 10. Pervader in the 10. So if you're not listening, Mick, Pervader in the 10. Pervader in the 10. Bowler on the right. Agreed? Yeah. Rogers on the left. Yep. I'm up for having Big Gaz back there. Yeah. Jerry's not fit. Well, I, I think this team assumes Jerry's not fit, I think. Yeah. What about uh, Fiorini? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, we've got that point, haven't we? We should go back because I suspect Fiorini might be fit. So if, he assumed... is, if he is, he's coming in for Dougal. Yeah. Them, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I know it's that's our team, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. If in this system, aren't we best with the best with the more mobile number nine? You probably so are. Lavery gets Lavery gets the nod for me if Yates isn't fit. I, I would probably go with Medine. Because I just think he'll hold the ball up for us more and maybe then allow Rogers, Pervader and Bowler to play off him a bit more. Maybe. But the concern, the concern is whether we play Bendita or we don't play Medina, we're still going to lump it from the back to the front. Mm. Um, it's good that, yeah, you are right, Tim. It's good to have that option and have the others playing off him. And I don't think Yates, Yates is probably going to... I, I think if you're putting it, putting it out, just, just make it clear it's assuming Yates isn't... Yeah. You know, okay. not dropping him, are we? But I like Tim's uh, reasoning there. But again, look at that. If you saw that line up, you'd be positive, wouldn't you? But it'll be nothing like that. No. I think we'll find CJ back in on... on um... <laughs> <laughs> CJ and Patino, guaranteed. CJ and Patino and Thompson. And Carey. And, and, Max- Thompson, and yeah. Maxwell. On that note, on that bombshell. Right, let's go. I'll put that on Twitter in a minute. Um, and just Well, I'm going to mention, I know you said we should probably shouldn't, but structured dialogue meeting now moved to a week on Friday and I think you two guys from should get yourselves on there, get yourselves down, then you can report back to us what Simon and Brett and Ben have actually got to say for them for what's got for the situation we find ourselves in. 
So you're going to commit to applying? Yeah. Well, representing the CSAS podcast, main neck. Don't yeah, sorry, I'm just reading um, the the thread on um, the reason Raggy's not on tonight. He's um, watching the Armfield Club in the Lancashire Cup, uh, Lancashire FA. It's back in Blackburn. I got a minute. I'm yeah, final at uh, Darwin FC. Currently one all. So hopefully they can uh, they can win it. Good luck to the Armfield Club on that. Bring it home, boys. Let's have some let's some, have some something to cheer about. Yeah. <laughs> Some semblance of positivity. Um, just need match predictions. I'm just trying to get something else on screen. So. Uh, oh, um, I'll go 1 1. 2 0 defeat. With that, is that with our team or mixed team? Let's do two again. Nick, our team, and mixed one team. All. One all with our team, two nil defeat with what we'll probably pick. Tim, I go for a cheeky one nil win for us with our team, and a two nil defeat with the team he'll actually put out. Two nil win for our team, two nil defeat with the team he puts out. And on a brighter note, just before we go, let's have a look at this. This is cool. <laughs> what let's is that? Full, let's go full screen. <laughs> That is uh, by Aunt Stephen, who uh, this did the rounds on Twitter. Who's done? Uh, he's obviously got some AR Pixar tool, and it's done all the team. And now he's done us. So that is us <laughs> as a. I like, a... Prince, I like Prince Harry. I've got ginger beard. <laughs> John looks like a potato, a robot potato. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's got a little teddy. Bear. Where, where's the teddy bear come from? Oh, that's cheered me up. Uh, there's some good, there's some good ones. There's some good ones of the players that Marvinette Pateta yeah. uh, look quality, and um, uh, he looked like um, Mo Farah. He's that that thin and with, with bulging eyes, and uh, they had Kenny Dougal basically as a as a as a kang. He looked like a donkey, but it was a kangaroo, I think. Uh, so it's definitely that's worth brilliant. having a look. It's hilarious. I haven't, I haven't seen the one of, I presume there's some of the management. I, I don't, I've seen the one of Brett Geraghty that, that looks, there's absolute <laughs> spitting image of him. <laughs> Tim, you've got, um, you've got, you've got your hair dyed brown there. I know I don't, well, my hair is brown, but I don't, it doesn't, I just, I don't see myself in that at all. But then again, you never do of yourself, do you? <laughs> I don't, I've got to say, I don't see anything in Nick either. He looks like, um, no. He looks like That's a like he looks like a ginger Captain Bird's eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, well that was a a good laugh to end the the evening on. Um, yeah. Anything else before we go? Any anything else to add? No, I just we just need no. we need we need some some positivity, don't we? And hopefully Saturday's going to bring it. Mm. Come on, never so, give up. If he plays our team, we've got something to look forward to. If he plays a Mick team, we haven't got much to look forward to. So, yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, Tim, Nick, just stay on before the end because I need to capture your local audio. Um, 
Yeah, we'll probably not do a pre Reading preview show. Just can't be arsed. We've done two already this week. Too despondent, but we will be coming back after the Reading game and doing a, a reaction show to that. So stay tuned, listeners, as it were. Please like and subscribe on YouTube and all of my episodes. Thanks for watching. Thanks for downloading. Up the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've been listening to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter program for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does. And also, you'll be saying thanks these uh, brilliant podcasts and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs our streaming software costs uh, electric that kind of thing so yeah it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod price of a pint per month and you also get access to our um, whatsapp patron supporters group which is a good laugh we've got a nice community going on in there and you'll also have access to Uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen so yeah please do consider signing up and supporting us that url again patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.